of the podcast where this is a new thing we're going to try to do where we can sort of bring you updates about what's happening in Nicaragua, what's happened in the last few weeks, kind of what we're looking forward to, but also give you a visual of some of that stuff so you can see what's going on. Iris, um, good to see you. (laughs) Yay, glad to be here. I am really excited about this podcast. It just gives us the opportunity to talk about what's good. And so one of the things that has been really neat is, um, you know, one of the goals of the Amigos Academy, along with like excellence and innovation, is to be a model school, 80 youth from Plan 7 communities that were all brought to the Amigos Academy. So these are individuals that are about 16 through 25 years old. So, you know, you've got your university students, maybe some high school students that want to be leaders and contribute in their own communities, which like I said, these are our plan seven communities and they received from the academy just how to tutor, how to tutor specifically in literacy and math so that they could then go back to their communities and really help serve, you know, because not all, we don't, the Amigos Academy is kind of, it is our school that we are running in a community, but we don't run schools in all our communities. But at the same time, we want to impact the elementary schools in all the communities. And this is kind of one of the big ways that we want to do that. And it's happening through the academy. Well, it's like two, I think about the Amigos Academy like the the campus imagine all those kids and students coming from all over and you know the reason why i mention this is because the, the academy campus is beautiful it's not only beautiful but it's very resourceful it's set up with you know there are spaces that are designed for certain things but you know you bring all these kids in they probably have a huge area for them to all sit in and just it's conducive for learning and so they're using it's not only like hey we're sending people out to help people read better etc but it's you know the whole the i love the idea that people come to the academy and then they go out from there you know there's just a vibe there that the teachers and that nick and nydia just have created and you know i know that every person that goes there especially if they're being taught something they're really carrying a lot with them when they go so it Absolutely. It does build like a vision for what education can be. And I think that, you know, something that even as a parent, you know, that education, one thing that's really important is for your kids to develop a love for learning. So I think you're right, like them coming back and seeing the school that is a fun place to learn in um, really can influence um, a lot of the a lot of the teens that are going back and then the, the kids that they're pouring into as well. So. Something else that happened kind of towards the end of January as well is we had a surgical trip, a brigade from really based in Cincinnati, but all over people came, medical professionals came from Atlanta, Mississippi, Ohio, probably some other places too, but Sabrina helped run this whole uh, week with all these doctors and surgeons in the local hospital. So I asked her to kind of give me a a uh, rundown of what happened. I asked her how many surgeries they have, but she gave me a lot of information. I think it'd just be cool to listen to it. Let me hit play and Sabrina can give us the update on what happened with the surgical brigade. 
Hey, Joey, I'm not exactly sure when Raina isn't around for me to ask, but I believe there was 26 surgeries total. Everything from thyroid removals to uh, fixing kids' ears and tonsils to knees and hips. I think the coolest highlight was that they were able to uh, work on Ishmael, who is on our baseball academy. Uh, so they were able at the last minute to get a donation from, I think it was Johnson & Johnson, and uh, put in the first part of that need to fix it, and they're gonna do the next next year. And he's just super grateful, because he's really active and he loves to work with the kids. Now he is one step closer to being able to just run with them at the baseball academy. So that was the cool story that I could tell you about. And the other cool one was that one of the people that needed a new knee was our own Benito, our uh, psychologist. And they were able to give him a new knee. And literally the next day I saw him walking out completely on his own with his wife, pain-free, just so excited that he had this new knee and he's like 77 years old. Very cool. So, um, yeah, Benito, that's awesome that we were able to help someone on our own team, but also as well, Sabrina mentioned Ismael from the baseball Academy. He's one of the coaches, people who helps lead the the baseball Academy. And actually, while I, I was in Nicaragua in February and I got to see, you know, the baseball Academy, one aspect of it come sort of come to life. I was staying at the Amigos complex and I was out doing something, came home in the evening or came back in the evening and <laughs> the Amigos property had been taken over by the, uh, the baseball Academy. They were having a retreat. And just to kind of give you a picture of what I saw when I showed up at the property or at the Amigos complex, it was, there were, uh, they were having fun <laughs> and awesome. they were, uh, there were like so many groups like there was like this whole group in the rancho playing games and then there was this group in the parking lot playing soccer and then there were people sitting in the commodore talking and playing games it was like it was just cool to see everybody come together and hang out and have a space to do that but even cooler was you know that was what i saw and then later we got some uh, info from luis and he's like showing us these pictures of like you know, all of the athletes like praying together and like sitting and listening to like um, talks about spiritual growth and they had worship as well. And, you know, I knew it was a retreat, but this is what Luis sent us. You know, I saw just a glimpse of, man, this is cool that they're having a lot of fun. But to see also everything else that happened with the, with the academy over that, you know, for the retreat just shows like, you know, baseball is important but ultimately what they're trying to do is is to help all these athletes and students grow closer to god and have a relationship with him and figure out how to use baseball to do that and that's what the the academy is doing but it was really cool to see to see them having fun at the prop i loved hearing luis talk about it at the monday morning meetings that they have in nicaragua i mean he mentioned that there were kids that he has known for years But it was amazing because when they got them all together, they were sharing stuff that he didn't even know about them. And he the way he described it is he was like, we really got to know each other. And he's like in ways that we didn't before. And um, and it was just neat to hear him talk about it, because this is a group of young men, 14 through, I think, about maybe 19 years old. And, um, and I'm sure it's probably difficult to talk about some stuff when you're that age, you know, and a guy, 
And so for them to kind of have an outlet where they know that there's other guys that are going through stuff, that there's men that are examples to them and, um, and to just have that space, it sounded like it was, it was awesome. And it's something they're definitely going to do again. So it was really, it was really neat. So Joey, I know the baseball Academy was so awesome to see, but I know you saw a lot of other really neat things while you were down there. Will you tell us some of the other things you've seen as well? Yeah, for sure. So me and, uh, it was cool because there were a lot of our staff from the States who all kind of joined up together in Nicaragua to, uh, you know, really get like an update on everything that's going on so that we could come back and help share it with the Amigos family. But um, so it was myself, Robert Bland, who works for Amigos um, from Colorado. He helps with a ton of stuff, mostly uh, helping build apps that are being used in Nicaragua with our programs on farms and things like that. Uh, Heather, um, who is our one of our graphic designers, was in from Georgia, and then I was there from Ohio. And then we had a couple of our board members there as well. Um, so it was a cool... It was a cool week, but one of the biggest things that happened was on Wednesday, and you've probably seen some of this published on social media, but the community of El Bahuco had their water inauguration, so we all went out, and the one thing that I noticed um, more than anything was how well put together the whole event was, and the reason why I think that's significant is because it shows that there's a ton of pride in what is what is happening and you look at it and you break it apart the community started digging their water system in the fall and they had to dig over two miles of ditches to connect the water source at the well to everybody's homes and they did it in like two months so they were super proud of how fast they completed their water system. They were super proud to inaugurate it. And they were super proud to say, hey, we did this. This is our water system. That was just the vibe of the whole thing. Everybody was so happy to be there. But there was just like a sense of pride, that, um, which is really what we're going for when we try to help with a project like this. Like, of course, clean water is important. But when you build something with your own hands and you see it come to fruition from nothing, um, that process is, you know, super empowering for a community. And in that process, there's just endless opportunities to make Christ visible and to sort of bring everybody back to the reason that we're all doing this. But all that to say, the vibe of, of the water inauguration is just, there's just so much pride in the community. And, and when they turn the water on, we got to go visit some, a house of someone who, um, her name was Delmas, and you may have seen some of this posted as well, but we visited with her back in uh, January, and she was showing us this well in her backyard that her son Diego, and he's one of three, she has three kids, they were standing by this well, and it, you know, it's just this shallow well in their backyard, and, they, and the water's so contaminated that they have to boil it before they can drink it. And so, and this was in January, and we got to go back in February, just a few weeks later, and hang out with Delmas and Diego and his other siblings at their house. They just turn on the water and drink it out of the, right out of the faucet like it, they had done it their whole lives. It was a beautiful thing to see. But so seeing the families at their homes, um, like 
the actual, you know, what actually happens. They're turning a faucet on, you know, we're celebrating at this big water tank and there's a huge celebration going on, but going to the house afterward and seeing what this actually does for a family, that was really cool. Um, we, I also got to go around with John um, to see some one Manzana, one Manzana farms. And we got to take some pictures of some, we took some pictures two years ago, right when some of these projects started with growing these huge pataya vines and all kinds of stuff. And so what we did on this trip is we went back out and we went to the same exact place and took an updated photo two years later. And I mean, you can see the vast difference of how, you know, you look at these two photos and you're like, okay, this is why we're doing the one Monsanto project because stuff grows in Nicaragua. It was crazy to not only see the pictures, but to actually be on the farm. Going back to the farm, it not only, it looks like a different place because the trees that were five feet tall are now 15 feet tall. So there's shade everywhere. It just looks completely different. All that to say, the one Monsana progress is, is going really well. And it was great to see that, you know, the growth represents actual like pataya and actual um, peppers and actual products that are translating into more income for farmers. And so it was cool to see a visual of that. So, yeah, that was my trip and it was awesome. There were a ton of awesome things that happened. Those are a couple of the things. Um, but then after I came back and after we all came back, there were more mission trips that came. And one of the cool things that happened is we had two groups. One was from Life Point Church in Wilmington. Awesome group of people who have been partners with Amigos for years and have done so many incredible things to help Amigos and help families in rural Nicaragua. They came down and broke ground in a brand new community called Mayacunda. It's just the next community to work on a clean water system. So they came from all the way from North Carolina. They went back home. And then another group from North Carolina called Valley Hope Church um, came from Black Mountain, North Carolina, which is near Asheville. Um, the reason why I think this is cool is because we build really, um, we try to build a really strong foundation of relationships in a community before we bring people in to help work with them so that they can understand the vision of behind what we're doing and why people are coming thousands of miles away to come help them dig ditches. And so we get, put a lot of perspective on that, a lot of vision about why it's happening. And so for the community to see one group come from North Carolina and, and say, hey, this is a big day. We're breaking ground. We are here with you this whole week. Let's see how much we can get done. And then another group comes right after that, just the message of like, yes, you are loved. God cares about you. He's sending people. It's just, you know, it's kind of cool that there were two groups from North Carolina and that the community got to not only get the water system started, but by now who knows how much they've gotten done with just those two groups. And back in January, we had a group come all the way from Michigan to help finish up. Um, another water system in La Palma and Lourdes, that was a group called St. Christopher's uh, Catholic Church. They came all the way from Michigan to help. Yeah, and I think City Point um, got the opportunity to finish the bathrooms in Espavel as well. So that was another one that was really neat too, to be able to finish up just along the lines of water and sanitation, you know, um, just... So that was another one that happened this this year too. So there's been a, several groups down there and they're moving a lot of the things forward 
on the ground, which is always exciting. And our um, trips are open too. If you're listening to this and you're like, well, there's my sign. Yes, it is. Go to our website <laughs> and check it out. There's tons of opportunities for you to come by yourself with your family or put a group together with your church or with your school or what or your work or whatever. So if that is something that's pulling on your heart, go check it out because there are tons of opportunities this year to jump in with us. And I think, yeah. you know, it'd be amazing to have you. There was one thing that I wanted to mention on the note of things coming up. We have something that is really neat. We actually have started, we're in the process of creating and building and working on a youth center that is going to be right on the Amigos property. So it's actually, I think, in the old pharmacy. And the idea behind this, if you could kind of picture, it's kind of a mesh between like a, a youth group room where it's just a friendly place where our, where the youth can come hang out, spend time with each other, um, get to be around other people, and really just spend time with people. Also combined with kind of a tutoring center and a place to really build like a love for learning and help with learning. So we're really excited about this youth center. One thing personally is I remember living down there about 15 years ago. And I mean, I think that this was something that we would have love to have 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 had in operation then but um but maybe we were still working on some of the infrastructure so to see this kind of come to life where we have a location we have older students that are going to mentor them we have a large number of scholarship students and just all these pieces come into play where i feel like it can really be a thriving location and um, just a, a good, healthy place for young people to be. So that's on the horizon. If you're planning on going down at all this summer, you'll need to check that out. That'll be a lot of fun to go spend some time there and, and see some of the, the youth of Nicaragua hanging out and having fun, learning and growing. And so. Well, the thing that I think is cool is what you said is, um, you would have loved, well, you know, we would have loved to have had something like this 15 years ago, but it's so true what you said. Now the infrastructure is in place. But I say that because so many of, of you listening have been involved with so many aspects of, of moving education forward in Nicaragua, moving discipleship and mentoring and all that forward. So you're hearing this, if you've been involved at all in the last 15 years, you're a part of helping stuff like this happen. And the cool thing is, is we hear stuff like this all the time. We try as much as we can to tell everybody about it. But the awesome part about it is there always are new things that are happening. None of it would be possible. This is just one little example of what's able to happen now because of of what the Amigos family has helped with over the years. So I hope you're encouraged through what you've seen and what you've heard. You're behind all of it. There is continual progress happening all the time. And um, I hope that this makes you feel good because you're doing a lot of great stuff. Thanks for tuning in. We're so glad that you did. Um, until next time, we will see you very soon. Bye-bye. Adios. <laughs>